0: The NBA is on TuneIn, streaming every NBA game around the globe. It's time to bring you the confrontational frontcourt of Michael Rappaport and Karan Butler. we will
1: go to the hole. There he is. There's the shooter. Bingo! That's a new record for a quarter. He's unconscious, folks.
0: This is Two Man Weave, live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, on the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals.
2: All right. Yes, 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 yes. We are back full capacity at the Easy Tiger here in Austin, Texas. Karan Butler, Michael Rappaport, the two-man weave. Let's get it. Filling in for Kenyon Martin, Kmart. A um, lot, of, lot of music, a lot of action going on here down la- uh, down here in Austin, Texas. Did, did, did you get out last night, Ken- uh, Karan?
3: Yeah, I got out for a minute. You know, I came out and saw Killer Cam right here at... Uh, Right here, perform on the stage, and, you know, he did a heck of a job, man. He represent, had the Purple Haze everywhere, and just, you know, put on a demonstration out. It was, it was great to see him out here.
2: Okay, okay, represent Harlem World. You know how we do it, B. Uh, we went to uh, the Snoop Dogg concert, and uh, that was fantastic. Always good to see Uncle Snoop, the big homie. And uh, my ears are still ringing, though, Karan. Like, my ears are... Like, I'm on, I'm on, like, you know, my head's on a swivel right now. Like, I'm, my ears are very sensitive today. Why is that? Just because it was just, like, it was just a master blaster. We were right by the, the speakers. We were chilling with the big homie. And, uh, and it, was just, it was just, they had, like, a, a, an intense smoke machine in there. And it was the big homie show. So you, you do the math. So, but it was, very, it was very good. You know, you take for granted how many hits and the longevity that the big homie has had. And the metamorphoses of Snoop Dogg's career, coming from deep cover, through being on trial, through the whole death row, through going to Master P, to coming back to L.A. I mean, and he continues. He's got the number one video in, in the country this week. Uh, I happen to be in it, and there's a lot of controversy. Uh, President Trump tweeted out something about uh, Snoop Dogg. wasn't positive because if he's gonna tweet out something about a rapper, I assume it's never gonna be positive. You can say that again. But Snoop Dogg's a big homie. He's a big, big basketball fan. We need to get him on the show. Absolutely. Because he loves his basketball. He knows his basketball. He knows his football. He knows his sports. But right now, we're about to get into, I, 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 I got to ask you, and I'm sure you probably get asked this a lot. You played with Russell Westbrook. He's continuing to get triple doubles. He's got more triple doubles. He's got half of his games, he has triple doubles this year. Okay, he's going to average a triple-double. No doubt. How hard is it to get a triple-double? And just, you played with, with a younger version of Russell Westbrook. How much better has he gotten? Just, just give me your whole Russell Westbrook spiel. So
3: how hard is it to get a triple-double? You know, I've played, I played 15 years in the NBA. I've obtained three. Mm. And I consider myself a very, very good all-around player. Yes, Jason Kidd, you know, guys like that. I don't know what the range is, but you can only imagine that those guys probably totaled, a, you know, 100, 100-something, 100 whatever the case may be. Oscar Robinson was the last one to average a triple-double for a complete season with 41 for the year. And now you look at guys like Russell Westbrook, James Harden, who's almost totaling that on a night-to-night basis. And not only is he doing it, but he's doing it <coughs> – in a, in a form in which he's going out there and getting 30 points, 10 plus rebounds, 10 plus assists at the guard position, which he's not the biggest guy, but he's super talented with an a unbelievable motor and with an unbelievable will to win. And what I've known with his development is, it's more centered around him, uh, the team, and he's more willing to pass. And once he started doing that, pass first, and still being aggressive with that motor and with that energy, all the guys are, have bought into the system, and that's why they're running harder. That's why they're running lanes. They're running faster because they know they got an opportunity every time he gets the ball. He's a one-man fast break show, and if you run, he's going to find you, but if not, he's going to do something good. Something's good going to
2: happen, and he's become must-watch television. Does he ever take, like, what's Russell Westbrook like? I mean, one of the things that's crazy about watching him as a fan, his interviews, he's got the voice of, of Walter Payton. I remember when I was a kid and I first heard Walter Payton talk, I was like, he sounds like Michael Jackson. Like, he's jumping over people, running through people, punching people. Same thing with Russell. He's the most tenacious player that I think I've ever seen. And we're talking about guys that, when I think of just pure tenacity, Allen Iverson, Latrell Sprewell... You know, even in a different position, Moses Malone. But Russell is just for him to do it. 84 feet, is it 84 feet or 92 feet?
3: 92.
2: See, I play the game at 84 feet. Excuse me.
3: Yeah, it's all right to right. right. take some 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 feet out of it.
2: Yeah, but he plays. You know, he'll <laughs> grab the rebound and go coast to coast full speed. You know, I mean, is Russell Westbrook like? Is he just have like a freak stamina? Is it just Will? There's got to be. I mean, what, what is his deal? Like, what, like, and is this downtime? Have you ever had coffee with him? Like, he can't drink coffee. Russell Westbrook on coffee. He do the do. He do the
3: do. He do the do. He do the Mountain Dew, man. That's, you know,
2: Mountain Dew Extreme. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that the drink of NBA champions? That's the drink of the champions. And Mountain Dew, it's got that extra Extreme. Kick. Don't forget the extreme. You got to do the Mountain Dew Extreme. Yeah. That's like a Russ. tip right there. Why you didn't tell me this when I was still trying to make a, 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 a jump into the league, man. I didn't know myself. I'll still be out there right mm.
4: now.
2: Mountain Dew Extreme. Yes. Yes. Okay. So when
3: you need that, Russell Westbrook. Hey, man, I'm the plug. I just gave it to you. Mountain Dew Extreme with a good trainer. You in there. Mm.
2: Mm. Mm. So, so, so Russell Westbrook, I mean, in, in terms of his work ethic... You know, when you were with OKC, I mean, what's his story? What's his deal? Like, when when he's working out, when you guys are in practice, is he full tilt?
3: Yeah, you know what? He he works smart, and he's extremely crafty. You know, when you come in, he's the first person. Him and KD was always the first two individuals at the arena, at the practice facility, working on their craft, watching film on itself, the game prior, chalk talk. And then they go out there on the court, and they get their reps in. And what I mean by the reps is they're getting shots on the court in in, in, in places where they get shots in the game. Mm -hmm. And then things that you may see on a pick and roll, like you may see a guy, a big show, a 4 a 5 man, that's a power forward or a center. If they show on the pick and roll, the coach is a show, sticks a hand out, plucks at the ball. Russell Westbrook, he dives at the guy, he retreats, Mm -hmm. and then he attacks the outside leg. So you saw him working on that craft night to night, you know, day-to-day, practice-to-practice. And now you just see, it's like it's effortless.
2: This is the two-man we've come live from Austin, Texas. Two-time NBA All-Star, NBA champion, all-around tough guy. They call him Tough Juice, Karan Butler. If you haven't read the book Tough Juice, my journey from the streets to the NBA, you should check it out. A very compelling, very honest, very emotional story. We're here down in South by Southwest, Thank goodness there's no music playing in the background. Every single time you turn around, every single corner you come around. It's still in my head. It's, my, 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 my head is just ringing. Too and much that's not, sauce. Too much. Too much sauce. Too much sauce. Too much sauce. I still hear it. It's just too much. It's too much sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm having a good time at Austin. We're at the Easy Tiger. Um, we're doing big things here. All right, so the playoff picture is, 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 is evolving. Now, you talked about uh, Westbrook and OKC. The one thing I want to double back in, the Oscar Robertson of it all. Okay. 1961, 1962. All right, Karan Butler is a very, very well respected player. Tough, hard nosed athlete. 1961, 1962, you'd average 35 points, 20 assists, 20 rebounds a, 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 a game. And, and, and I, don't, I say this with no disrespect to the great Oscar Robertson, uh, but I've yet to see any highlights of him dribbling with his left hand. Uh, I feel like comparing what Russell's doing in this era with the athletes, the technology, the analytics, the evolution of man. No, don't look, don't look away, Karan, because I want to hear your take on this. In my opinion, the not-so-great Brian Scalabrini, they'd be, refer, they'd be referring to his triple-double if he played then. Okay, Steven Adams would average a triple-double, okay? What do you think about these comparisons to athletes 40 years ago? It's no disrespect to Oscar Robertson. It's no disrespect to Bill Russell, who, in my opinion, I think that 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 story is a great story. He did so much for the game, endured so much, but there's a reason why no one's ever going to break that record, okay? He was playing against my Uncle Saul. (laughs) He was about 6'4", 216 pounds, Okay? What, what, you, what is your take on the, the old guys versus like it's the... So, it's so hard to compare generation. They were playing in Chuck Taylors, flying in coach. Some guys in the NBA noted all-stars. They couldn't even make a living playing professional basketball. They had jobs in the offseason. I'm very passionate about this because I don't like to take shots at the Havliceks, the Dave Cowens, even even my Knicks guys. You know, but but what is your take on this whole thing? Like, like Oscar Robertson is the benchmark, yet there's no footage of him, no disrespect, making a lamp with his left hand. I mean,
3: he he is because he's still the benchmark because he's the standard because he's the only guy ever to do it. And in our lifetime, in my lifetime, I've never seen it done. You know what I mean? I've never seen a guy go out at the YMCA and average a triple-double in the YMCA league. Right. You know what I mean? Boys and girls club league, any league. You know what I mean? I think it'd be hard for me to go out there and play with a bunch of scrubs and do that. It's it's just it's it's, it's not realistic because it's so much. One of the games you may have eight assists or seven assists. it's it's a hard task to do. So right. when somebody accomplishes something like that, you tip your hat off to them. Okay. And then when you talk about some of the older guys and the legends, and you look at the astronomical stats, hundred points like that. in a game
2: again. May Will, or may Will. not happen. Where's the film? Where's the Zapruda film? All I know is Will Chamberlain scored Will, 100. Will, Will had a picture scored. like this. Like, he had hey, I got 100. Like you know what? You could. <laughs> I could take a picture. Say I got 100 points too, and I don't have to have I don't have to prove it. <laughs> it's one of the great myths of all time. Whether or not the great Will I'm rolling, Chamberlain, I'm rolling fantastic, with Will. fantastic stick man, By the way, his his work is uh, is documented. Um, but but uh, uh, I mean, I, I guess I understand it because in football you can say. You know, Jim Brown played at a different time uh, and all that stuff. This is the two man we were getting into all of it and then some. Uh, the playoff picture is shaping up right now the Cavs, Celtics, Wizards, Raptors, Hawks, Bucks, and the Pistons and the Heat. Now, you played for two of my, two of my favorite coaching personalities the great Stan Van Gundy. And I he's l- a disciple of who? Pat Riley. Amen. And his brother, Jeff Van Gundy. Absolutely. What did you like about Stan Van Gundy, who is currently duking it out with Spoelstra in the heat?
3: Who's his disciple?
2: Uh, who, Spolstra? Pat Riley.
3: Stan, but Stan had the, the team first, and Spolster was under him. So it's just good to see the levels and the connections right there. Do, so do really you
2: see it, the similarities? Like, are you surprised by that?
3: Absolutely. And the style. So, like, you look at those two teams in, in Miami and in the Pistons. Like, the Pistons always been a great second-half team. And then... You know, you look at Tibbs and Minnesota, you know, Minnesota caught on on the second half, you know, because they're starting to pick up concepts, you know, Cat and those guys. And, you know, losing Levine was uh, huge, but they're starting to pick up the concepts defensively, and they're going to hold their hat on defensive end, and then the offensive stuff is going to take care of itself. They're going to get turnovers and things like that, protect the paint, create a a pace of the game off of that. And that's what the Pistons and the Heat's going to do. Every night they bring their lunch pail. They play a certain style, a certain way, night in and night out. They got a system, they stick with it. They lose by it, they win by it, and they everyone's bought into it. And that's why they're going to be a tough out. You know what I mean? So like with the Bucks and with the Bulls losing Dwayne Wade for the rest of the season, man, speedy recovery. You know, it's 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 wide open for both both of those teams. And the Bucks got to play really good basketball going forward to stay in the mix, because otherwise, you know, you're going to see the seven spot. In the A spot field by the piston in the heat and the Bucks looking on the outside of the uh, outside of the playoffs.
2: Now, my guy Stan Van Gundy Crazy. He always sounds like he's had a rough weekend. It could be Wednesday and he sounds like it. I'm always like, Stan. What rock did you crawl out from underneath of? Come on! I'm down here! God. Listen, Karan, I need you to get out there and body up. Come on! Let's get a cheeseburger after the game, Karan. <laughs> but I, right now, I need you to get a couple of rebounds and man down on defense. Get that rebound. What, was right in front of you. Is it hard? You. It's the fourth quarter. You go into a huddle. You got this lunatic. <laughs> and it's proven his brother's a lunatic, too. I love the Van Gundy brothers. I, can you hook this up? I would love nothing more to go on vacation with the Ryan brothers of the NFL and the Van Gundy brothers. And, and, and like, talk about the hangover. I think we could get wacky. Okay? <laughs> we can get wacky. Me, Jeff, Stan, Rex, and, 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 and uh, what's, the, what's in, uh, the other Ryan brother, the one who looks like a Rob, the, the, the big Lebowski. I mean, when you come into a fourth quarter, you're in a tight game, you're playing with Stan Van Gundy. You do not want to be in that huddle. Is it, is it hard to keep a straight face sometimes? It is.
3: You know, it's the, it's the first quarter with Stan. You know, if you, the first quarter, he's on, you know, some coaches on five then because there's so, many, there's so many different emotions in the game. And then you got to channel them because you're dealing with 12, 13 different personalities, right? And then you got the assistant coaches. You got the assistant head, the player development guy, boom, boom. So you got three other coaches right there. So you like, you're trying to stay level. But Stan
2: is like at 12. All the time. Is he a good teacher? Is he a good coacher? One of the best. A of, good coach? One of the best I ever seen. Why? What? What is it about it? What, what is it? What does a coach need to get a professional basketball player's attention and respect?
3: You have to have a true understanding of the game, which he has.
2: And you can tell. How quick can you tell?
3: From the, from the things that you tell, the things that he's telling to you or preaching to you, like you can spot BS when it's BS. You know, you call it. You know, like you can't. Sell me that when I go through that door, it's, mm-hmm. it's not another show going on and TVs on the wall. I seen it already, but you be like, no, it's it's cool in there. Just it's a staircase and you walk through, and that's it. No, I saw I saw other people in there. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. It's a staircase and you just walk through. Like Stan, it's it's a it's a clear picture of what it is. You know what I mean? Like he's gonna let you know what it is. Look, we play the Cavs tonight. LeBron's a problem. I don't know. You gotta figure it out. He can do X, Y, Z good. One of the greatest players. This is what it is. You know, it's going to be hard. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Some coaches may go in there and be like, hey, we can stop him. They, they give you the I have a dream speech, and it's like, okay, let's go do it. Like, yeah, come on, man. Like, be, be realistic. You know what so I mean? So
2: Stan is like, Karan, I know LeBron's going to score 46 <laughs> points on you. I don't care about that. Make I don't want you to, for him. Don't get upset about that. Keep your head on a swivel. If you get a chance, knock him on his ass. I don't care.
5: Yeah, fight, fight, fight fight
2: i i I need to hang out with stan van gundy man i want to take him out for meatballs uh uh, and chinese food i just want to i just want to see him eat that's (laughs) now tell me about the rest of this piston team no i'm serious man can you hook that up i want to take him and jeff out those are my guys (laughs) jeff and stan van gundy man let's go like i want to take them snowboarding or something Reggie Jackson, Andre Drummond, I mean, they got talent. They got ball players on this team. You played with Reggie and OKC. I mean, can can the Pistons do a little bit better in the first round of the playoff than they did last year, or is it all just is Stan gonna be on a on a plane to Puerto Rico like in game five?
3: Stan ain't going nowhere. Stan is built to, you know, survive and fight to the la- to that the clock goes, and the, the buzzer go off, everything. You have to understand like the top two seeds in the Eastern Conference is extremely tough, extremely hard matchup. You know, particularly for Detroit. Yep. Because, you know, they're going to match up with Cleveland, which is tough. That's tough. You know that's what t- I mean? You talk about tough juice. Yeah, you saw what Cleveland did to them, you know, in Cleveland. They they smacked them by like 30 points. Yeah, it was they, embarrassing. They didn't have J.R. Smith clicking. They didn't have like, Kevin Loves back and all that stuff now. So They're starting to get some momentum because I think they want to rest their guys, you know, going into the playoffs. Can you imagine a rested LeBron James for a week going into the playoffs? That would be unreal. So that's how they're looking at this thing. And then you look at Reggie Jackson. He was injured, you know, early in the season. And then now he came back. But the percentages of the guys and stuff, because he's an offensive-minded point guard, and you had Ish Smith, you know, running to him before that. The team performed better when you had a a guard at that position that wasn't offensive-minded. So now Stan is trying to juggle that, too, because, you know, guys not getting their opportunities. You know, KCP, Caldwell Pope, he's not getting his opportunities because Reggie's is so aggressive at times. You know what I mean? So he's got to juggle that, too, as well.
2: How good is Andre Drummond? I mean, he took Dwight Howard to the finals. Is Andre Drummond everything he's cracked up to be? I mean, because he's such a I I I have seen him play a couple of times up close at the Garden, and, and he's one of those goons. He, he's got that goon factor. Like, he's be big. Kind. Like, he, that's, that's your guy. That's my guy. So when you guys work out in the, in the B-level uh, men's facility at UConn compared to the A-level women's facility at UConn. I, wait, oh, wait, wait. shots fired. No, because shot, you, Gino, oh, Yo, uh, Gino uh, how do you say his name? Auriemma. Auriemma. The greatest coach the of all time. The
3: greatest coach in oh. women's basketball history. Yeah,
2: and, and arguably the greatest coach of all time who at the, the, big, the big coaches' table meeting, we got Popovich, we got Pop, Vince Pop, Lombardi, Vince Lombardi, Phil Jackson, Bill Parcells, Billy Martin, we're going to bring him in. All right, we bring Billy Martin. You know where we took Gino? Yo, Gino, no, it, bring me a coke, a, <laughs> coke, a rum and Coke, Gino. Go get me a drink, Gino. Oh, no, Gino at the table, man. Yeah, G, Gino's at the table because he's taking drink orders <laughs> for me and Vince Lombardi. Listen, we're going to get into so much more in the NBA I want to hear, I want to go into Karan's life. Fantastic story. We'll be right back from Austin, Texas. All right? It's quiet. It's peaceful. We're in front of a raucous, raucous crowd. We'll be right back with the two-man weave. Michael Rapport and Karan Butler.
0: Two-man weave continues after this. Live from Austin, Texas. The site of South by Southwest on the NBA on TuneIn.
6: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake diss from Jay-Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on TuneIn.
5: <laughs> Best station around. Music you want. Hip Hop is on TuneIn. It's not just music.
7: It's Music Pulse.
5: It's Music Pulse. I love every
1: song Music Pulse plays.
7: I'm in love with your body. Whoa, whoa.
8: This is awesome music. With Music Pulse on Tune-in, you'll hear nothing but great songs like this. 24-karat magic in the air.
5: And favorites like this. You're on the pulse of the music. Get your pulse grooving.
9: Music
7: Pulse. I love it. With Music Pulse on TuneIn. All right.
9: TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan Experience.
1: Oh! Oh, they both cracked. They both cracked at the same
9: time. Damn. Or give your funny bone the old, right there, Fred, with Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right?
1: (laughs) He's so cool, Uncle Ah! Jimmy.
9: Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn.
1: When you need some adrenaline to get you through the day, Rock Rock On has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica, Green Day, and Seether. Rock On is exclusively on TuneIn. Rock On.
4: Music that always hits home. It's Soul Group. The home for classics from legends like Stevie Wonder. Marvin
5: Gaye.
4: And the Isley Brothers. And artists bringing the soul of today. John Legend, Frank Ocean, Miguel, and more. Music for the soul. From the soul. It's Soul Group exclusively on TuneIn.
8: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
4: With a
9: subscription to TuneIn Premium, enjoy commercial-free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse, Hip-Hop Beat, and Country Roads.
8: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And gives you
9: access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
8: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium.
9: Upgrade today. Biggest hits of an era
0: are on 80s hits, exclusively on TuneIn. Are you
10: telling me you built a time machine? What a DeLorean?
0: From pop and R&B favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever, turn up the boombox with hit after hit after hit, including the very best of Prince, Whitney Houston, Olivia Newton-John, Tina Turner, New Edition, and more. Not just '80s music, '80s hits. Bueller on tune in. Bueller. TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball all season long free on TuneIn. Stay out of their lane. It's two-man weave with Michael Rapaport and Karan Butler.
1: Ilya Sova,
2: a butler for three. Oh. Down it goes for Karan Butler, who's got 37 points.
0: Live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas.
2: All right, we're back. This is the two-man weave South by Southwest. We're on the road again. Karan Butler, sharply dressed. Yo, yeah, when you first came into the league, was the dress code on and popping or no? No, sir. So you feel uh, comfortable. It's just a, a regular Friday here. We're down here in Austin. You're the best dressed guy, I think, in the whole city right now. I'm just,
3: I'm chilling, man. I got a cop. Call- hey, thank you, thank you. I no, appreciate I'm, not, I'm
2: not. I'm saying you're looking smooth. You're looking sharp.
3: I appreciate it, man. Just, you know, feeling comfortable.
2: When, when, when the dress code came into the league, I, I kind of said, you know what? You got dudes wearing basketball jerseys while they're on the bench <laughs> during basketball games. Shout out to Mateen Cleaves. You took it too far. It's not Iverson. It was you. No, it was, was you, Mateen Wearing Cle- other teams' while you're, basketball jerseys. While you're sitting on the bench for your basketball team, you're bugging. You're wearing a throwback Thursday basketball jersey while you play for the sacramento kings i believe he had on an oscar robertson jersey (laughs) while he was on the bench for the sacramento Kings. everybody blames iverson for it but Teen cleaves you really took it too far
3: yeah he did man you know a lot of guys though used to do it And, and you know what it was a it was a good look but the transition was great because now you see guys getting these unbelievable contracts because of the game has changed and it's valued and uh the image, the image of it is differently. Now you see these guys dressed up and, you know, marketing themselves as businessmen, you know, on and off the court. So it, it enhanced the game.
2: That is very true. They are marketing themselves as businessmen. You look sharp. A lot of players come in looking sharp. Mm-hmm. And then we got other guys that are auditioning to be on the, the new 2017 <laughs> box of Lucky Charms. <laughs> they show up to the games in outfits that you wouldn't talk about a dress code. They should do a dress code for the dress code. Because, because now they say business attire. You got guys wearing leisure suits, like jumpsuits. You got some dudes dressing up like Pat Benatar. You got some dudes coming in to playoff games with onesies. Think some some guys think that they're, they're they're it's Halloween, but yet you're playing Game Four of the NBA Finals. I don't know what's going on here. They're okay. trying. They're they're trying a little too hard. First of all, if you're if you're over six four. Right then and there, like being 6'4", you're 6'5". Like when I see you, you can be like, oh, there's, there's Karan. He's a little bit mm-hmm. taller than everybody. But after 6'4", 6'5", less is more. I don't care how flamboyant your personality is. Like DeAndre Jordan, and I'm going to get into the Clippers. <laughs> I love DeAndre. But you're seven feet, Duke. Why the crazy hair do you stick out enough? Like, just <laughs> make, make a choice. Braid it, <laughs> shave it, do something. Like, don't do exotic braid motifs during the season it's too much you're seven feet you look nuts now shout out to DeAndre Jordan I love the Clippers that's my boy DeAndre, DeAndre's my guy shout out to DJ and I would tell him so if he's your boy Karan okay now I'm gonna you set yourself no, up no it's not my fault But what my you fault. say, are you guys ever say yo DeAndre you're seven feet my man mm-hmm. you you gotta dial it down I, like I, I, I can't
3: control what he do with his hair and how he dress? I, I mean, send me after him. He, he he's an Olympian now. He's an NBA All Star. He's a one of the greatest that, big mans in the game yes. right now. Blocking yes. shots, controlling the paint, being very vocal doing it. Now that's that's what I'm proud of. Now I don't give a I don't give a damn what he wear
2: to the game. You just you need you do your thing.
3: Right, this man, look. Just function out there on the court. Make us look good. The guys before you that you had equity in your success, man. Just make sure you do good. Out I hear
2: there. you. I'm out here trying to function. See, see, that's the difference between <laughs> that's the difference between being a peer, Karan Butler, and uh, a truck-driving, crazed, lunatic fan like myself. Now, <laughs> let's get into the Clippers of it all. Oh yeah, take the gloves off. I, I, you know they're dropping in in the playoff picture. I love this team. I love Doc Rivers. I love Lawrence Frank. How could you not love Chris Paul, Blake Griffin? They just rested players in, 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 in a game that, that, that had, you know, like it wasn't a sure thing versus the Nuggets. What's up with the Clippers? What's the fix? Is there a fix? You know, they're, they're, they're sliding quick while teams like the, the Thunder are going up. The Grizzlies, you know, this is their time of year. Talk about pacing yourselves and staying under the radar. Well, what's going to happen with, with these Clippers?
3: I mean, it's a great question because you look at the position that they're in, And you look at the Western Conference, right? So you got the Warriors at one as of now, a game up on the Spurs. Spurs at two, Rockets at three, Jazz at four. The Clippers sitting at five with a half-game lead over uh, OKC. OKC at six, Memphis at seven, Denver at eight. Right. So I look at that position. You know, over the last couple years since Chris Paul been shipped to Los Angeles from the uh, Pelicans, you know, you always can put the Clippers at the four to five, and I always felt like they needed home court advantage because it was more of a front-running team. Mm-hmm. You know, not in a bad way, but, you know, they performed better at home and they needed that extra support. And having those injuries to Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, you know, different guys, now you got the depth in the bench. You know, I, I don't – I mean, Doc know the pulse of the team better than I would ever know, but just from the outside looking in, I don't see why you arrest them when they're not in position to be resting with a, a half a game lead with OKC and OKC is coming, they made key acquisitions, you know, at the trade, at the trade deadline, you know, they brought in guys, you right. know what I'm saying? And, you know, they got better and they're moving forward. You know, Russ is chasing something. He's chasing history in, in, in numerous ways. He's trying to prove doubters wrong and he's motivated. And that, that city and that organization is motivated and they're behind them 110%. So just looking at the Clippers – I I don't understand it. I don't get it. Blake was out for an extended period of time with the surgery. Uh, I didn't think he needed more rest. I thought he needed more rhythm, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're going to need him to be playing at an amazing level. I'm talking about amazing level, not just.
2: The highest of the highest Blake
3: Griffin level. Yeah, you
2: need to see Blake
3: as not just one of those guys. Like when I think of the young, talented guys, and Blake is still relatively young. He's not even in his prime. I'm like. Blake is one of the young stars now that we don't mention, you know, because of injuries and things, you know, and he's not trending on Twitter no more because of, you know, with the highlight dunks and things that you used to, you know, used to seeing out of him. So, I don't know, man. It's going to be some shakeup out there in Clipperland if, you know, they don't figure it out and able to get out that first round.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree, and and, and they'll be lucky to, to to keep that spot. They're they're uh they're falling, and um you know they're 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 there's just not a lot of rhythm. There's not a lot of Momentum, of uh, going there. Can, um, can
3: you imagine if Can you imagine it, them if they drop to the sixth or the seventh?
2: I yeah, mean, and then they got to play the Spurs or the Rockets in the first round. That's not fun.
3: Or the Warriors with a healthy Kevin Durant. I mean, yeah, yeah
2: that's not blouses. I mean, it's over. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't understand it. They're just a half game up on the Thunder and they're resting guys. When you came into the league, it seems like more. When you first came into the league was the resting thing popping off, and to see it where it is now, where you have teams resting key players in not just a game against, I hate to disrespect, I could even say the Knicks or the Sixers, but when you have like the Warriors sitting out five, four guys, the the four guys versus the Spurs when they're fighting for number one seed, what is the rationale? Have you, you know, w- w- when you were in your prime, when you were in the thick of it, have you ever, would you ever consider sitting out a game if it wasn't an injury thing?
3: Nah, you know, you, you try to play. I mean, I've, I've broken my hand. I tore my labrum and I still played in games because, you know, the thing was back then was you wanted to show that you was borderline a superhero. You know what I mean? That's what you wanted to feel like out there. Like you wanted to show guys that you was different, you know what I mean, from the pack. You know what I mean? Like right. that's, that's how you got paid. Like, now you get paid through analytics. He can run and cut and get 15 deflections in the half court. That's how you get paid now. Like, your, your agent come up with these these sheets and these forms. Like, but look how many deflections he had on a Sunday in a big game. Like, come on, man. Like, and that's what that, that's why you see guys getting these astronomical contracts. Wow. And, and, you know, back then we was just like, we wanted to play. You wanted to be out there. You know, you wanted to show that you was durable. That if I get hurt, like the fans can rely on seeing me out there on the court, giving my best effort. You look at guys like Allen Iverson and guys like that. You know, he twists his ankle, he's back on the court. You know what I mean? That's why he's one of the best little big mans of the game in the right. history of the game. Because no matter what, Allen Iverson was out there. You can question his character and, and, and decisions that he made off the court, but. As a basketball player, he was there. He was reliable. You could depend on him. He wasn't to give you the best of everything he had in the tank. Even if he was running on fumes, he wasn't going to give you his heart and soul on the court.
2: When you were, you, I mean, you just, you articulated it right there. What's, you got any Allen Iverson stories? He didn't seem like he was a talker. Allen Iverson, like, you know, like the little dudes, you know, like to me, when you're that small, first of all, there's a little bit of, I mean, nuts. To even think, when you're six feet tall, six one. 165 pounds. You're like, yo, I'm going to be that dude in the NBA. Like you're talk about get him as a Ted talk. Talk about different thinkers. We got like Muggsy Bogues, five, three, you know, Isaiah Thomas, this, this version of Isaiah Thomas, these are little guys, but Allen Iverson, what do you remember about playing against him, going against him? Like, is there anything specific that you could tell us about AI?
3: I mean, he was wired different. Obviously he was aggressive. He was a guy that you know, I always played the game and, and wore his emotions on his sleeve, played with all of his heart. You know, uh, I remember being in Washington, and he came, you know, he came to the paint, and we had a big lineup. It was me, myself, uh, 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 Antoine Jamison, and uh, Brendan Haywood. Brendan's seven-footer. You know, he slams him, he bangs him. Allen Iverson hits the ground. You know, he, got, he jumps back up, and I'm like, I'm like, man, every time he come in here, man, knock his ass to the ground. And he looked back at me. He said, I'll be back. You know what I mean? Like, and he came back, you know, probably about 40 times. It wasn't nothing. Like, 46, you know. So, it was like, he just, he, he different. Like, you know what I mean? Like, guys are wired different. Like, just because you, you're going to bang, like, I'm going to keep coming. You're going to have to do that all night. The four other times I see you the rest of the season because we're in the Easter Conference. Like, that, you respect that. That's why when he walks through the hall and everything and in the Hall of Fame, you know, you salute him. You're like, man, he... He deserves that. Right. You know, man, that was earned. That wasn't given. That was earned. Right.
2: He, he, he wasn't afraid of that bump. Yeah. You know who else wasn't afraid of that bump? Who that? I mean, I keep hearing a lot about him that he's resurfacing Brockmire. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you remember this guy. He's nuts. Mm-hmm. He went crazy. Uh, we all saw and heard about the baseball announcer, that dude that went straight bonkers on the air, had a meltdown. Uh, That He he almost single-handedly broke social media in front of millions of listeners, millions of fans. Years after his breakdown, Karan, Brockmire, he's back. He's back from his career low, calling minor league baseball games. Can you believe that Brockmire had to go all the way back to the minors? Well, starting Wednesday, April 5th, Hank Azaria is Brockmire. In the show, Brockmire with Amanda Peet. Both of these guys are great actors. Actresses Amanda Peet, the great Amanda Peet, and Hank Azaria, who, if you don't know his face or his name off the top of your head, he's, like, done 77 different Simpsons characters and been in a ton of films, ton of TV. Brockmire starts April 5th only on IFC. New show coming. I can't wait to find out what this guy's been up to. He really, he went off the edge. Now, earlier in this segment, we talked about some of the weird dress habits, tendencies of some of the players, I call it the skinny genification of the NBA. And a couple of weeks ago, we had a post-All-Star Game skinny genification uh, moment of the year when Willie Cauley-Stein had the almost dunk heard around the world. I've never seen or heard so much commotion. A viral dunk that didn't go in the actual rim. We call them almost dunks.
3: That's that's what the game come to.
2: That they're putting or up highlights.
3: If he, if he would have made that, that would have been the best dunk ever.
2: If he would have made, it, you know what? You know how many if I would have made that dunks if, if I did in fit. my life? There was a couple that looked like they were actually gonna go in. There was that one day where it was like I was going an inch. It was like I was just, it was hitting the rim. There was that one time where I jammed it on the rim and like I walked out with a back spasm. No one talked about it. It didn't go viral. Uh, but Willie Cauley-Stein makes an almost dunk that, that literally was trending on Twitter. This is where we are at in the NBA right now. And last night, we had the almost dunk of the year part two. Iman Shumpert, again, versus Rudy Gobert. I believe uh, Willie Cauley-Stein, everybody's trying to bang on Rudy Gobert, and they're just coming up short. Yet, they still become uh, nationwide successes.
3: Man, you know what? Gobert is like... You know, y'all need to watch out. You know, he's coming. You know, Gobert is unbelievable, and the process in Utah is finally paying off. <clears throat> you know, they got a system, and he's a guy that everyone fears, you know, going in going the paint against because he's putting on a demonstration night in and night out, and he's consistently doing it. Like, he's protecting the rim. He's getting out. They're putting him at the pinch post. He's He's facilitating. He's doing it all, man, Like, and he's a guy that can step to the line. He can make, make his free throws in the clutch at a five, man. You know, easily could have been an all-star this year. You know, obviously they had to reward Gordon Hayward first because he is the face of that organization. Gordon but with the good hair. Gordon with the good hair. It, do, it doesn't move either. Like, it stays. Him and J.J. Reddick got some special
2: sauce in their hair. Too much sauce. It's real free. What is it? It's real free. No, they got that wax. Yeah, they got that soul glow. <laughs> yeah. Those two guys got that soul <laughs> glow.
3: They got the soul glow, man. You know what I mean? That's a good look. So go ahead. Continue with Utah. No, I, I mean, that's a that's a team that I really like. And, you know, like, they're not going to be an easy out. That that brings me back to the Clippers, man. Like, I don't understand it. Like, I like we talk about everybody else and I go right back to the Clippers. Like, I reward. All right, we're talking about Gobert go and we're talking about... Uh, other teams and then now we go back to the Clippers like why would you do this like Utah's playing so well so why would you put yourself in a situation where you're going to play a team that's doing so well with that momentum going
2: and, and have to just put you, like go on the road and play Utah it's not easy well what is a Utah fans fan base like cuz I was in that arena for the first time it's stacked up like a high school gym. Hey, you hey like, got
3: we got one right here look at We this. got
2: one right there that's what they're like yeah my man Okay, did, did okay. You hear, you're, you're off mic. He's a DJ Juggie. Who's DJ Juggie? Oh, okay. He's off mic. Okay, hold on. Hold on. But, 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 but Quinn Schneider, the coach of the Utah Jazz, Gordon with the good hair, Rodney Hood, George Hill, they, they, they play defense. They, can, they, can they score points to advance?
3: Absolutely. I, Gordon Hayward can do anything. You know what I mean? He's versatile. He's a forward that extremely elusive. He can hit the shot. He can play off the pick and roll. He can draw files. Uh, he got a little nasty edge to him. You know what I mean? His hair doesn't move, so when you file him and his hair stays still, you get frustrated. Right.
2: You want to see mess him up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and he come out. He come out of it, and he's like, <laughs> he comes out of the, the, the fruckus looking just yeah. the same way he went he in. He hit you with the fonts with the two thumbs,
3: like, hey. Right. Yeah, his hair is still straight. You like how that happened, man? He, you know, it's still there. So it's like, man, they, they're a fun team to watch, and I'm just happy to see them excelling right now because, you know, they had some brutal years, especially after losing, you know, the mailman, Stockton, all that, the transition, and then now being back, you know, it's good to see that organization.
2: And, and Darren Williams is single-handedly responsible for running Jerry Sloan out of coaching. Absolutely. Then he left. What, what happened with that?
3: I, I, I mean, I really don't know. I know it was him and Carlos Boozer was probably you know, sick of playing the traditional role with the pick and roll and buying into that system, and unfortunately, like, you know, Sloan, he's, you know, he's a great man, and, you know, for him not to finish his legacy and his career probably the way that he probably wanted, I I think is uh, extremely unfair, you know, and once he was gone, you know, those guys, uh, you know, obviously Carlos Boozer went off and got, you know, bigger deals and did other things, and Darren Williams did the same thing, so... It just sucks to see how he was released and let go and, you know, his legacy uh, didn't end right there, I don't think.
2: I agree. And and Carlos Boozer at one point was a a force, all-star. Absolutely. Now, where were you the night that Carlos Boozer showed up to an NBA game with, like, his hair painted on? All right. Do you remember that? Absolutely. I know this is not a visual medium. He was with the Chicago Bulls. Okay. You remember where you were? He was in
3: Miami. And I was was in uh, my living room. I just had a Coke. Three cubes of ice, toothpick in my left on my left side. <laughs> no, for real, because it was that. It was like one of those moments. I remember where I was when Michael Jackson died too. So I saw Carlos Boozer, and I was just like, like I got I got black hair, right? But his hair is like, like the jettest of all black
4: today.
2: I was like, how are your hair that black? And like he's got the he had the George he had the 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 the, uh, the George. Uh, what's my man on Indiana? The, the, the it was shiny black though. It was like
3: rubber uh, black. Yeah, it was polished with it, it was just like they stained it.
2: I mean, did you you play against this guy? How do you like yo, my man, what are you doing out here? You can't even wash that out. You know, you, you like you got spray paint on.
3: I'm mad at his teammates. I'm mad at Derrick Rose, uh uh Gibson, uh Noah, all those guys. tips. He should not have let him start in that game with no. his hair that dark. No. He shouldn't have went out there. Like It was a national televised game.
2: Paul <laughs> George, he, he, had, he was going for the Paul George hairline because Paul George hairline is strong. Oh, yeah, it's tight. His hairline is like, that's like he should start doing, like everybody's doing endorsements. Like my man should be doing like hair products. His hairline, his hairline game is official. It looks like it's never going anywhere. He
3: still wear wave caps, man. He got the the good hair. Yo,
2: he got that good hair. Paul George with the good hair. All right, we're going to be right back with the two-man weave. Michael Rapport, Karan Butler, live from Austin. We're going to finish breaking down the playoff picture. When we get right back, NBA on Tuning
0: in, we will be right back live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. It's the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals.
6: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake diss from Jay-Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on
5: TuneIn. (laughs) Music you want. Hip Hop is on TuneIn. It's not just
6: music. It's Music Pulse.
5: It's Music Pulse. I love every song Music Pulse plays.
8: I'm in love with your body. Oh, 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 oh. This is awesome music. With Music Pulse on TuneIn, you'll hear nothing but great songs like this. 24-karat magic
5: And favorites like this. You're on
7: the pulse of the music.
5: Get your pulse grooving.
9: Music
7: Pulse. I love it. With Music Pulse on TuneIn. All right. All right.
9: TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan Experience.
7: Oh! oh they
1: both cracked. They wow. both cracked at the same time. Damn.
9: Or give your funny bone the old, right there, Fred, with Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right? He's <laughs> so cool, Uncle Jimmy. Ah! Right? Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn.
1: When you need some adrenaline to get you through the day.
9: Are you ready to rock on?
1: Rock on has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica. Bells,
9: oh, Time
5: marches on. Oh, don't want
1: to be an American idiot. There it goes, but it's on the man. And Seether. is. You're out
4: of direction. Rock on is exclusively
1: on TuneIn. No way.
4: Rock on music that always hits home it's soul group the home for classics from legends like Stevie Wonder Marvin Gaye and the Isley Brothers and artists bringing the soul of today John Legend, Frank Ocean Miguel and more music for the soul from the soul, it's soul group exclusively on TuneIn
8: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
9: With a subscription to TuneIn Premium, enjoy commercial-free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse, Hip-Hop Beat, and Country Roads.
8: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And gives
9: you access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
8: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium. Upgrade today.
0: The biggest hits of an era are on 80s Hits, exclusively on TuneIn. Are you telling me
10: you built the time machine? What
0: a From pop and R&B favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever, turn up the boom box with hit after hit after hit, including the very best of Prince, Whitney Houston, Olivia Newton-John, Tina Turner, New Edition, and more. Not just 80s music, 80s hits. Bueller on tune in. Bueller. TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball all season long free on TuneIn. We're back. You're listening to the confrontational front court of Michael Rappaport and Karan Butler.
1: Butler steps
2: back for three more. Bingo! That's ten for Karan!
0: It's Two Man Weave, live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, on the NBA on TuneIn.
2: All right, we're back. Michael Rappaport, Karan Butler, the two man weave. Yes, yes, we're doing it. Karan's got his own show that he's doing throughout. The rest of the season, Karan Butler hosts NBA on NBA Live weekdays, 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. All NBA anything? Are you li- Are you liking doing analysis, breaking the games down, Karan? Man, I love it. You know, it keeps me close to the game. And, you know, I have a different point
3: of view, obviously, playing it. And, you know, I always looked at the game differently. So, you know, it's good just to, you know, add your perspective and give your perspective. Yep. And... You know, the, the, the players always respect it because I've always been a guy that was always honest and real, and they respect that.
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to throw some names at you, get some, some perspective, uh, uh, some insight. Uh, the two-man weave is usually me and Kenyon Martin. We have the great Karan Butler uh, uh, filling in for him. But Kenyon's not here right now. What was Kenyon Martin like as a player?
3: Man, Kenyon was a beast. Why? For numerous reasons because, you know, he had an edge. Um, obviously, he had a motor. He was a great shot blocker, great shot blocker. You know, a guy that, you know, was very vocal on the defensive end. You know, a guy that you can put in any system uh. and he can perform well. He was one of the best athletes of our time. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, you got to think about it. You look at a guy like Kenya, you know, Kmart, playing with Cincinnati, you know, having the leg injury and still being the number one pick and then going on to having the career that he had, you know, just until and, and this day. I, I saw Kenyon in, 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 in Woodland Hills like last weekend. Uh-huh. Still looks the same. His right. body. Right. And, and can take off and dunk, and I can't wait to see the big three because he's going to be playing in it, and I can't wait to see him out there being physical and banging on them boys, you know, him, Stack, all those boys. So it's going to be fun to watch.
2: Yeah, but speaking of the big three, like, how, how are these, like, these guys are not playing around. First of all, are you going to be in, involved with the big three? Are no. you going to play?
3: No, I'm not going to be involved, but I'm definitely going to watch and support.
2: I'm now, definitely going to watch. I don't expect, when you got guys like Kenyon Martin, Stackhouse, Allen Iverson, like, I, I don't expect this to be, like, uh, uh, some sort of charity match. I expect, dude, like, Kenyon Martin only plays one way. Steven Jackson. Only plays one way. No, they're gonna
3: play hard. You know, Cats gonna go out there and you know put on a demonstration. You know, like the fans, the fans are gonna come, they're gonna show up, they're gonna support, they wanna see, you know, some of their favorite ex players, you know, perform on that stage and see if they still got it. You know, like it's it's a it's a lot to say, you know, I'm forty years old and I still can go out there and do some of the things that I once did when I was In my early 20s or in the prime of my career. Right. Like, and to go out there and do that and be capable of doing it, it's, it's, you know, your fan, like your, your fan base and your followers, the people that support you and love you, that got a lot of equity in you as a fan, you know, that's, you know, you want to go out there and perform well in front of them.
2: All right. The next name I'm going to throw at you just, just surpassed the the 30,000 point mark. Very well known down here in the big state of Texas. Oh, there's a division between San Antonio, Houston Rockets.
3: Best European player all time, yeah. top 25, Hall of Famer, 2011 NBA champion, my teammate, Dirk.
2: What made him so great? Give me give me the details. Don't give me, don't, don't give me the broad show. Let's get real basketball nerd stuff here. Okay, kick Karan. Give it, give it to me. Give me the details. Give me the breakdown. Other than what we know about the kickback. You know what? I could do a kickback. Okay? I could do a kickback. I'm not saying can I could Can you do, make it? I'm not, no, I'm not saying I can make it. But give me, give me something. Give me something. What made this guy so great consistently? How fun was it to watch him? You were injured during that 2011 season. How fun was it for, to watch him crack the Miami Heatles real nice, real proper?
3: Man, let me tell you. So
2: a, seven, a seven-footer
3: with a jumper. He was the first of his kind. I think he changed the game. I think he's the reason why you see a lot of stretch fours. Like, everybody, like, I need a stretch four. I need a shooting four. Or I'm going to play small. I need to play smaller because I need a guy at that four position that can guard the four position but, you know, still be versatile in it. I think Dirk changed that whole dynamic at that position. You know what I mean? Like, because you can't send a five-man at dirt because a five-man are used to being physical and playing on the body, you know. But now you got you you to run from the paint all the way out there and guard the German assassin. Mm. And not only that, his, his basketball, I'm going to talk about his worth ethic first. Okay. You know, every city that we went to, he always reserved, whether it was a high school gym, a college gym. Him, Stacey, Dion, they always had a spot where he would go and he would get his shots up. Jason, Jason Terry, same way. and
2: Wait, wait. You're on the road and he, they would find out the team would find Every a gym. city. So he needs it like he would get in the gym.
3: He'd go get his shots. No
2: no cameras, no nothing. Uh,
3: no, it, it, and you know what? He was never about like, you know how some people need.
2: Oh, they go, oh, I did, I, I, I did my so-and-so amount yeah. of shots. I gained 60 pounds Put for that this. Out That's there your in the job. World.
3: Put it out there in the world. Like, you know, some get, people need to let everyone know I, that.
2: Same thing with acting. Oh, I lost 40 pounds for this role, and I only ate carrot juice. That's your job. You, you see the construction worker down the street. He said, I was in the sun for 14 hours. He's not, he's not talking about, Doug, if you pat me on the back. That's your job.
3: And he took so <laughs> much pride job. in it. And he took so much pride in it. And that's why I respect it. I, I respect him so much. He's a superstar that never... Cared about, you know, being extra, or being glorified in that way. It was just he did what he had to do. I think Mark Cuban saw that a long time ago. He's a genius. Uh, he gets it, man. He, he, he gets it. He understands the game of basketball on a whole nother level, man, and that's why he's with the greats.
2: Coach Rick Carlisle, obviously Dallas is going through a transition period now. This is a winner. Keeps a clean cut. What, 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 is, what is Coach Carlisle like? You know, you talked about uh, my man Stan Van.
3: I love Coach Carlisle because he has so many different ways and methods of attacking the game, and he's one of the guys that, just like a player, right? Like if I go in the game, I can I can realize the adjustments immediately. Uh huh. But from a visual standpoint, like if I'm a fan and I'm watching the game on TV, like I may be guarding the guy, and I'm like, oh, okay, shit. It, I but- it, he, he's rolling. He, I, got, I can't give that or take away this. You know, like, I, I can't do that. The chalk talk was all wrong. I got to make this adjustment. Ah. Rick Carlisle sees it already as well. He's that tuned in. And as a, and as a fan, you may not check it out or, or catch it until the TV highlight it. The TV highlight the situation and show the play where LeBron scores four times in a row going right. All right, we need to get on his right. You know, we need to send him left. We need to make him go downhill. We need to send the tag guy that's on at the the box to come over and jam him. So he got to give up the ball. We need to send another guy from the top of the key. So the only guy is the weak side shooter. You know what I mean? Like he's able to make those adjustments like that.
2: Okay. Another name I want to throw at you. You played with him in Sacramento, the big trade of the year has uh, done nothing for anybody. I, it just seems like we, we were in New Orleans. I was talking to my man Langston Galloway. The, uh, the, the Pelicans were two and a half games out at the All-Star break, and now they, they, they're, 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 they're done for the year. DeMarcus Cousins, they call him Boogie. I thought going to the Pelicans, he would lose the nickname that I personally gave him, Big Baby Cousins. When you see a guy with that much talent, and, 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 and to me... When you're whining and complaining and you're seven foot, 300 pounds, to me, it's unacceptable. If you're the biggest, most talented guy on your team, okay, maybe you're rookie or your second year, but to continue to act like and, and truly believe that the world and the NBA is out to get you and always complaining, always frowning, he don't like that bump. He might say he wants that bump. He don't want that bump because every time he gets that action,
3: he's whining and complaining. I look at it, I look at it two ways, right? Like, when you, when, you, when you search for nannies or babysitters or, you know, where you want to leave your kids at, do you do a, a, a thorough check or do you leave your kids with just anybody? Uh. You know what I mean? And that's how I look at some of these prime organizations in the NBA. Like, you have to understand stand that these kids come out of nowhere from, you know, some, sometimes disenfranchised communities, you know, never had real role models or guidance, and now, you know, you incorporate millions of dollars in exposure and all these other things, and you put them in systems, in, in situations, and you need to shape them and mold them on how you want them to be and teach them how to be great, mm. teach them how to be professional, teach them how to dress, teach them what they need to be doing as professionals. And I don't think Sacramento took that approach. I don't, like, if if DeMarcus went to San Antonio, you think that would happen with Pop? Right. Because the pedigree and the culture is different. You know what I mean? If you're in the community, I think because of the Admiral and Tim Duncan and all those guys, like, they police that organization. They would be like, hey, DeMarcus, stop acting like uh, on the court. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the people, they have equity and pride in that.
2: I got you. You know, they,
3: like, you need a community to raise that situation, but... You know, you tolerated it because you don't know no better. So what, what, whatever they let him do, that's what he did, and then now it's going too far. So now you expect him to change all of a sudden because he's in a new environment?
6: Not
2: going to happen. It's not
3: going to happen. Like, it's, I mean, what, the, I mean what, what is he to do now? Like, it's too far going. He's eight in.
2: All right, this is the two-man weave. Me and Karan Butler, we're going to talk about that more. I got more questions about Big Baby. I got questions about playing with Jason Kidd, coach Jason Kidd. Everything and anything that has to do with the NBA, the two-man weave live from South by Southwest. It's a beautiful Friday afternoon. We'll be right back.
0: Squat. You're listening to the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals. It's two-man weave live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. We'll be right back after this quick timeout.
6: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake disc from Jay-Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on TuneIn.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Best station around. Music you want. Hip Hop is on TuneIn. It's not just
7: music. It's Music Pulse.
0: It's Music Pulse. I love every
1: song Music Pulse plays.
5: I'm in love with your body.
8: This is awesome music. With Music Pulse on TuneIn, you'll hear nothing but great songs like this. 24-karat magic in the air.
5: And favorites like this. You're on the pulse of the music. Get your pulse grooving.
9: Music
7: Pulse. I love it. With Music Pulse on TuneIn. All right.
9: TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh! oh they both cracked.
1: They wow. both cracked at the same time. Damn.
9: Or give your funny bone the old, Right there, Fred! With Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right?
1: He's <laughs> so cool, Uncle Jimmy!
9: <laughs> right. Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn
1: need some adrenaline to get you through the day.
9: Are you ready to rock on? Rock
1: on has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica.
9: Green oh. oh. an Day.
1: And Seether.
4: See rock on is exclusively on TuneIn. No way. Rock on. Music that always hits home. It's Soul Group. The home for classics from legends like Stevie Wonder. Marvin
9: Gaye.
4: And the Isley Brothers. And artists bringing the soul of today. John Legend, Frank Ocean, Miguel, and more. Music for the soul. From the Soul, it's Soul Group, exclusively on TuneIn.
8: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
4: With a subscription to
9: TuneIn Premium, enjoy commercial free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse,
8: Hip Hop Beat, and
9: Country Roads.
8: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And gives you
9: access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
8: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium.
9: Upgrade today. The biggest hits of an era
0: are on 80s Hits, exclusively on TuneIn. Are you telling me
10: you built a time machine What if it's a
0: historian? From pop and R&B favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever, turn up the boom box with hit after hit after hit, including the very best of Prince, Whitney Houston, Olivia Newton-John, Tina Turner, New Edition, and more. Not just '80s music, '80s hits. Bueller on tune in. Bueller. TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball all season long free on TuneIn. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Two Man Weave live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, on the NBA on TuneIn. All
2: right, we're back. to Two Man Weave: Karan Butler, Michael Rappaport. Karan, what a what a what a crazy, great career. And I know you just stopped playing recently. I mean, the amount of stories that you have, the amount of players. That you have amount of history that you have playing in the NBA, and that's just your your, your life as a basketball player. You wrote a book, Tough Juice, my journey from the streets of the NBA, which is now the rights have been bought by Mark Wahlberg and his company. Mark Wahlberg is about that producerial life. Mark Wahlberg has his hand in all sorts of stuff. Mark Wahlberg, remember they used to call him Marky Mark. They should call him Money Mark. Money marking the funky bunch because they're, 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 they're counting that, 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 that paper for real. So, your book, the, 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 the rights are, are uh, got bought by Mark Wahlberg's production company, and they're actually going to make it into a film. Yeah, did you ever imagine that your life before you made it into the NBA at your lowest low that number one you'd be sitting here with Michael Rapport on NBA and tuning? <laughs> Never, and, because you know, I was a fan of yours
3: too at the time. You know, I told you, zebra man, yes. That, I used to have that on VHS. I said, hey, yo, get, bring it up. Yo, bring some noise. I told him, I was like, yo, bro, I used to watch that movie all the time. You know, that was my go-to. And, you know, now to be sitting here next, we vibing, you know, we entertain, entertaining, we working on the same network. It's just unbelievable, bro.
2: But but, 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 you're, I appreciate that, Karam. But to go from the adversity that you came up uh, against, and, and this is all in your book, and, 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 and if you never read and you had not you gotten your hands on Tough Juice, my Journey from the Streets to the NBA. Uh, where can people find it, Karan?
3: Oh, you can go to Amazon.com. You can go to Barnes & Noble. Did you do the
2: books on tape? Uh, I did
3: not do audio.
2: You got a good, you know, baritone <laughs> voice, emotional voice. I say we get this, this puppy of books on tape. And you can't just skip, you know, skip to making it into a movie, a major box office film.
3: Man, I did paperback and hard copy. It did so well, man, and then it just kind of took a life of its own. And then once, you know, me and Mark partnered and... It is like... <laughs> I get it. I was in a whirlwind, man. All
2: right, I talked to you yesterday uh, about, you know, the sort of, you know, when you were... Before you transitioned from just being buck wild, how did you wind... You, you were incarcerated, juvenile detention, and then you got out, you, you, you were focused. How do you go from that and the stigma of that, being locked down, to having scholarship offers up the wazoo, to Getting to Yukon like that those those years seem so sort of fragile. How did you just sort of you know keep keep on the straight and narrow because
3: you know i always i had I had praying people around me, you know my mother, and my grandmother was strong in the church um, I always was a believer in the book mm. and you know no matter what I did in my life or what I was doing, I always like my foundation was strong you know through christ so you know, through all my adversities and everything I've done and everything that I was doing at the time, you know, when I start going back to my circles, you know, my circles wasn't there. My friends wasn't there no longer. You know what I mean? Andre died. He got killed. You know what I mean? He got shot. Uh, you know, James Barker Jr., he got killed. He got shot. You know what I mean? All of these things I saw visually, and that was my future. Right. I knew that that would be my future. Either I was going to have to kill someone, someone was going to kill me in these streets, I was not to spend the rest of my life in penitentiary, you know, from doing something that I didn't have to do. Right. You know what I mean? And I had a talent. I had a niche. You know, I, I could play the game of basketball. And at this time, you know, we had one pipeline. We had one community center that had access to uh, Nike. And Nike had a traveling team that was taking people out of the community And taking them all across the world and putting them on these platforms through the AAU circuit Uh. where college coaches can see you. Okay. And I was just like, I got to give this a shot. You know what I mean? Like, if I can get on that stage one time and somebody see my talent and see that I'm hungry and to see, you know, and I can share my story to a John Thompson. You know what I mean? Or... You know, a Jim Calhoun or whatever the case may be, it would be a game changer for me. Right. And that's, that's, that was my mindset. That's what I was thinking. So I went to the Rumble in the Bronx. I went to the, the big uh, L.A. tournament at the time. I went to the grassroots Tournament in Georgia, dominated all of them, MVPs, and it changed my life forever. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't in that, I wasn't in that box no more. You know, so I got exposed to some different things and then people saw me and then they gave me more opportunities. More windows started to open, more doors started to open and you know, it was it was a rap after that.
2: When when you see these young kids in the NBA on the fringe of blowing it, on the fringe of self-destruction, on the fringe of you know, sort of behaving themselves out of the league, on the fringe of taking things too far, on the fringe of possibly even getting, you know, in in, in real trouble outside of the NBA. Guys like you, guys like Kenyon Martin, are you able to talk to them or do dudes need to figure it out on their own? When you see guys going broke, you know, and, 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 you know, winding up with nothing, like, do you want to, like, shake them and scream? Like, you know, like, I feel like, like a guy like you who did it and who came from so much adversity and, you know, who's a real dude who's standing in front of you as opposed to some, you know, doctor with PHDs, you could tell these kids, yo. This is going to go by quick. Absolutely. You're you can be replaced in a heartbeat. You know, you could be out of this league. You could be on a highlight reel one season and then two seasons later, you're trying to get 10 day contracts, you know, uh, with teams. And you're you're not even 30 yet.
3: Well, this 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 league is a revolving door. And I hate to put it in these terms, but everybody's recyclable. And that's the real uh, that's the reality of this game. That's the reality of the business. Uh I always say that fans are great, they much appreciate it, but the roar of the crowd is not for you, it's for what you can do. Uh. And when you can't do it no more, they'll be cheering for somebody else. Uh. That's just the reality of this business. And I don't put my heart in it. I put my heart in things that I believe in and I'm passionate about it. My God, my my children, my family, family first, and then all the other things fall under that. So, like, I, I, tell, I, I tell the young guys, like, you have got to have a foundation. This, this is how you got to believe. Like, you can't go into the NBA searching for credibility. Like, like you, you, you got to always be humble. You know what I mean? Like, don't praise yourself all the time because, like, when you praise yourself, you'll be humbled, and when you humble yourself, you should be praised. Like, that's, you know, that's words. So, right. like, that's how you got to go about it. And I think a lot of the dudes, like, they come in it with just some of the and, – and we got some good ones out there. But some of the guys, like, they get jaded because, you know, so much is given to them at a young age, and they just need to get humble sometime and get a reality check.
2: Now, it sounds like AAU, in a way, saved your life. Kevin Garnett, you know, has talked about, just in terms of basketball terms, you know. The uh, old AAU. The old AAU. But now in terms of guys coming into the NBA, we're in the, middle, the midst of the, NBA, uh, the NCAA tournament. We got these kids coming in literally – 18, 19, 20 years old, and the Devin Bookers are far and few between, the guys that can immediately play in the NBA. Guys are getting drafted now off potential, whereas not even that long ago, you had to be NBA ready to, be get, to get drafted. I mean, I think that, you know, shutting down the, the, the high school uh, guys, you know, there's pros and cons to that, but the quality of the league. Well, what is your take on this? Is there, you know, and what is your take on these guys coming out one and done, kids? That that yeah, you get drafted, but you're a three-year project.
3: Some some guys are deserving, and then I totally agree with Kevin Garnett because the old AAU is what I come from, right? And that was the cream of the crop. So like, if you was in, if you was in these circuits, if you was playing on these platforms or under a certain team, like it was it was three teams out of Chicago, maybe two. It was one team out of Wisconsin. Uh-huh. It was one team out of whatever. It was three teams out of New York that was just like if you came from, you know, a church, Riverside, Riverside Church, church Goucher. Yeah, it was just it was the three teams. Right. You know, it wasn't now it's, they got 20 teams. Right. You know, so like, you you see you you see teams now where a coach is a dad. You know, he got his kid and he put his kid with a program, and he didn't like the way because he feel his kid is the next Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he can dribble two balls through the cones.
4: Yeah, so I can do
3: that. No, that. My kid is the next Steph Curry, so I'm going to, because I make a good living, I'm going to coach my kid, and I'm going to start a team, and all the kids on this block going to play on my team, and we're going to have an AAU program. So now you got got 100 people thinking like that. And doing that, and it's watering down the system. Mm-hmm. So now the skill set's not the same, and then now guys come in, you know, with watered-down skills. And they really they, do. Yeah, and then, then you place them in the hands of, you know, the colleges, and then, you know, people lay their eyes on them and they see the potential. So then they get drafted early with all these expectations, and then they go into a real grown-man world where everything is this, politics, sharks in the water. You know, everything, like the business of basketball is brutal. Oh. And if you place a kid and insert a kid in there without knowing the, the unknowns of the game, like the real unknowns, like it's, the, the game is unbelievable. It can take you to places where you've never been. It's great, but it's a lot of unknowns, and it can be damaging. So if you put a kid in that, you know, it can swallow.
2: So I'm, I'm a freshman. I'm, 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 I'm going to be a top five recruit. I see you, Karan. I'm like, yo, what up, OG? Listen, I know I'm going to get drafted by one of these, these bum-ass teams. You know, they're going to pick me. Like, what, 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 should I, what should I be thinking about, OG? What should I, what, what, what should I be paying attention to? I, I see you. I'm like that. What do you say to me? What's the, what's, the, what's the first thing that comes to your mind if a young player says, Karan, man, you know, I'm about to go into the league. W- what do you got for me? Give me, give me, give me, give me your best tip.
3: I, you know, I always, you know, tell a cat, look, man, first of all, what are, like, what are you trying to do besides the game of basketball? You got to go in there with that mindset. Because as we touched on, a basketball season is 140 days. Oh. A great NBA career is 1,400 days. 1,400 days is a really, really good NBA career. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I tap into that. I'll be like, look, man. You know. I'm like, yo, give me something, B. Like, tell me something, B. Work on your skill set. Okay, okay. Work on your craft, obviously. Okay. Have a have have an end game. Like, doing the next thing. Like, do you want to, like, what what else do you want to do? Do you want to go to radio? Do you want to go to television? You know, make connections. You know, your image is everything. You know, stay things to stay away from. You know what I mean? Always be consistently trying to get better. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Stay goal-oriented. You know what I mean? And, you know, hit yourself you know, to people that done it before, you know, like you need a mentor that been in this game that understands the ins and outs, like don't go out there and learn from trial and error. Like some things you're going to have to from a plan standpoint, yes. but like this in a real world standpoint, man, get with somebody that understand it, that learned, like that's a bet in this and, and get under them.
2: That's good stuff, Karan. We talked about these young guys off air. We were talking about this UCLA game you follow you follow the college game, who's the most impressive guy coming out of the uh the the, the, the draft this year? who's going to be a guy that could go into the nBA next year Markel folks okay why just because
3: like you look at games like like i always look at I always look at college guys like I don't know what you know the ball kid to do you know on the next level yet you know i I hear more about his father than I hear anything right so like I don't know if. He, he'll he come and make the splash that he needs to make. I don't know what anyone would be. Like, you look at a guy like Kawhi Leonard, we never knew he would be a superstar. hmm You know what I mean? A uh, two-way player, and then now he's the NBA Finals MVP, and he's a superstar in the game. So I look at folks, and I see him like he possesses things that you can't teach. He's extremely crafty with the ball. He got a little bit of Kyrie in him. Right. Then you see a little bit of James Harden. Uh, he got a knack for scoring, left, lefty. I mean, he, he does all those things, you know? So, like, I just think, like, it's going to be an easy transition for him
2: to the pro game. Malik Monk, this is a kid who I think is a talent, but, but just his physicality, his size. I don't think Malik Monk needs to go into the NBA. Not that John Calipari isn't saying go into the NBA, go into the NBA. Because I feel like John Calipari is, is truly running a one-and-done system. Derek Smith Jr., NC State. He's a tough player, gritty player. What do you think of these two guys? And, and I mean, and and will any of these coaches even try to convince kids to stay longer than uh, than they planned? Uh, probably not,
3: because it's hard at, you know with the with the pay scale and things like that. And where guys are going to be projected, particularly Malik Monk and uh, Derek Smith, you can't tell a kid that's going to make you know five million a year. For the next three years. Right. And with the, you know, potential with the new CBA. Right. You know, after two years, you're talking about getting max dollars. You're talking about being an 80 to $100 million guy. Uh-huh. I mean, you can't tell a guy to, you know, stay in school. Like, they're going to look at you like, like, for what? Right. Like, you know, why? Right. Like, you got to tell me, like, what's the incentive besides getting that paperwork that'll last me a lifetime? You know,
2: so. If I say, well, stay in there, I want to help work on your footwork, so when you get in the league, you'll be ready. Can I do that in the NBA? Well, I'm just saying, in the NBA, you're not going to have me here. I care about your footwork and your drop step. You're not NBA I ready. I
3: have two years to develop, and I'm getting $10 million guaranteed.
2: All right. Okay, if you wind up in uh, Portugal playing basketball, don't come back crying to me. Listen, <laughs> we'll be right back. Karan Butler, Michael Rappaport. We're going over scenarios, schemes, outlooks. Who's going to do what in the NBA Finals? Who's going to do what in the upcoming looming NBA playoffs? This is the time of year for a basketball fan. We have the NIT, the NCAA, March Madness, and the looming NBA playoffs. We're going to talk about it all. When we come back with the two-man weave, live from South by Southwest, Karan Butler, Michael Rapport, NBA on TuneIn.
0: Squad Two-man weave continues after this, live from Austin, Texas, the site of South by Southwest on the NBA on TuneIn.
6: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake diss from Jay Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on TuneIn. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
5: that's the- that station around. Music you want. Hip Hop is on TuneIn. It's not just music.
6: It's Music Pulse.
5: It's Music
1: Pulse. I love every song Music Pulse plays.
5: I'm in love with your body. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
8: This is awesome music. With Music Pulse on TuneIn, you'll hear nothing but great songs like this. 24 karat magic in the air.
5: And favorites like this. You're on the pulse of the music. Get your pulse grooving.
9: Music
7: Pulse. I love it. With Music Pulse on TuneIn. All right.
9: TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan Experience.
1: Oh! oh they both cracked. They wow. both cracked at the same time. Damn.
9: Or give your funny bone the old, right there, Fred, with Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right?
1: He's <laughs> so cool, Uncle Jimmy!
9: <laughs> right? Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn.
1: And you need some adrenaline to get you through the day.
9: Are you ready to rock?
1: rock on has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica.
9: Green Day. not want
1: And Caesar. Rock On is exclusively on TuneIn. No Rock On.
4: Music that always hits home. It's Soul Group. The home for classics from legends like Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, and the Isley Brothers. And artists bringing the soul of today John Legend, Frank Ocean, Miguel, and more. Music for the soul From the soul It's Soul Group Exclusively on TuneIn
8: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
9: With a subscription to TuneIn Premium, enjoy commercial-free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse, Hip-Hop Beat, and Country Roads.
8: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And gives you
9: access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
8: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium.
9: Upgrade today.
0: Biggest Hits of an Era are on 80s Hits, exclusively on TuneIn. Are you
10: telling me you built the time machine? What if it's a Gloria?
0: From pop and R&B favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever, turn up the boombox with hit after hit after hit, including the very best of Prince, Whitney Houston, Olivia Newton-John, Tina Turner, New Edition, and more. Not just '80s music, '80s hits. Bueller? On tune in. Bueller? TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball all season long free on TuneIn. We now return to Two-Man Weave with Michael Rappaport and Karan Butler. Live from Austin, Texas, the site of South by Southwest. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at NBA on TuneIn for exclusive content and all the the behind-the-scenes action from South by Southwest. It's the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals.
2: All right, we're back here, South by Southwest. Michael Rappaport, Karan Butler, we're getting to, uh, into it all. Karan is filling in for Kenyon, two-man weave. You got your own show, Tune in. Weekdays, 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on NBA on TuneIn. Now, I've avoided the inevitable. People are always asking me, ask about the Knicks, ask about the Knicks. And I'm saying, you know what? It's a beautiful
3: day. Hold on. Let me make sure I. don't sure want to
2: derail my day. Make sure, make, sure, make sure my throat ain't dry. Hold on. Karan, my New York Knicks, the city's team.
3: We got a lot to talk The five
2: about. boroughs, the tri-state area. <laughs> what, what, I mean, I don't, I'll just start with this. This is the generic question. Is it? Is it Carmelo? Is it Phil? Where do you even start going into the offseason? I, th- I am so frustrated that every single year, come March, come April, it's not, yo, what do the Knicks do to get to, need to get from a seventh seed to a sixth seed? What do the Knicks need to do to get from a fifth seed to a fourth seed? How do we gear up for the playoff? Should we rest this one or that one? No, we're not talking about that, okay? We're talking about next year. We're talking about the summer. What, what do you got for me? Is there any hope on the horizon for the Knicks? no Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and and and
3: then you look at and you look at it starts it starts with ownership, yep. anything you know, and you look at dolan and you look at the you know I hate to you know keep looking in the past and talk about you know what happened, but you look at oakley's situation, yeah, you look at you know uh the way they treated him, you know right or wrong or Whatever. I don't know who was right. I don't know who was wrong because you know he got thrown out and the security guard got fired and then the statements afterwards was just just crazy. Yeah. And you don't want to treat a former player that have equity in any organization like that. You know what I mean? He had his fingerprints. He was a fan favorite, and then for him to be treated in that that fashion in that manner, you know, right or wrong, you know, it was it was wrong because you know you just don't want to see that with a former player. So you look at Dolan, so that was wrong, and then you look at the, the the day after, where you know he makes you know certain statements that was not favorable in his in his on his way or uh-huh. or Oakley way, and then he shows up to the game with Spreewell, you know instead of you know trying to you know make make that relationship right with Oakley and showing up with Oakley and saying that look we had a we had a a, a bad discussion or disagreement on something and we're better from it and this is nick's way you know we repair our problems right there is no nick's way that
2: was another wrong there's the patriots way and the san antonio spurs way the Knicks don't have a way so so we we don't even have a a crazy glue like we don't even try to crazy glue things together it's just a spillage so now now we
3: address that and then now we go to derrick rose I mean, we're we, we about to play in the game. and we Where are you? We don't even know where our starting point guard at. So that was wrong how now, we dealt with that. And then, you send, and then you send Jeff Hornacek out there. You know, he's such a sweet man. And you know, he, 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 he looked like he did a, a presidential term. Like, right. He's aged, like, so much in the last three months. Right. He, like, he looks, like, really, like, distressed. Like, somebody told him, like, look. ISIS is over here, we got this, we got like he knows everything. Like he's just like, what am I supposed to do? Like uh-huh. I'm just so stressed. And that's a big burden. So that I thought that hire was another, that was wrong. You know what I mean? Now you look at Melo. The, the, the Coach Horney. Yeah, I don't think that was the right move, man. I, I I think that was wrong, you know, because you still like, okay, I'm pretty sure Coach Hornacek don't want to run the triangle.
2: Why, why have you ever been a part of a team that's running the GM system, <laughs> the president of basketball system? I, I don't get it. And, and, and here's where I'm at with the Knicks. Dolan has done what he said he was going to do. He hired Phil Jackson and gave him the basketball um, decisions, the basketball-making decisions. He, he, he's doing them. When the Oakley thing happened, Phil Jackson should have been out there. When the, when the Derrick Rose disappearing act happened, Phil Jackson should have been out there. So we're at the point now where Phil Jackson is not essentially doing his job. Carmelo Anthony cannot be traded. We have these, these, these young, talented guys. Porzingis, he's, he's a checklist. He's a guy that, that, the, that, that's Phil Jackson's really one stroke of genius uh, as the Knicks president. No
3: one's seen that coming.
2: No one saw that coming. That's Phil Jackson. He gets all the credit for that. Because that year we had all sorts of this guy, that guy, and, you know, there was barely any footage. He got him. Hernan Gomez is a talent developing. Kusamingas, talent developing. We can't trade Carmelo Anthony. Why would you, though? Like, Carmelo is, like, every, every
3: historic organization needs that, that face and that guy, that he's, he's community, he's New York. He has the talent, he has the number, he has the presence. Carmelo is I, he left Denver to come be home. You know he has the presence of a New Yorker. He has he has it.
2: How much val- value does he have as a basketball player going forward though? He's still averaging 24 a game. So what can the Knicks do? So I'm saying to you, Karan Butler, we're getting rid of Phil Jackson. What do you do first? What you, do you do first? Build around. Do you get rid of Do you get rid of Phil Jackson? And if we get rid of Phil Jackson and Karan Butler's making decisions, do you, Karan Butler, say, you know what, Hornacek, you're gone? Like right away. Like I'm saying, you the, the season ends and boom, Karan Butler's now running the Knicks. He's coming in. I, I People are gonna look sharp, they're dressed sharp, they're gonna follow your lead. I'm, I'm
3: definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna let Jeff run the system that he probably wants to play, design and cater towards the personnel we got. Right. I can't. Every everywhere I go, I can't pretend like I got Shaq and Kobe, Michael and Scotty. I like I can't I can't pretend like that's the personnel that I got. Michael Jordan, the greatest player of all time. Scottie Pippen, one of the top fifty greatest players of all time. Shaq. Kobe, two of the top twenty-five best players in the NBA history. Like Carmelo
2: Anthony though. Yeah, I mean he's a great player. Why can't he run the triangle? Why can't why can't he say, you know what, guys, we need to figure this out? Carmelo and Right. Carmelo and Derek Rose is former MVP. Yeah, but in a triangle? Explain in basketball basics, the best you can over the radio, what the triangle is. Because I've read books. Okay, I went to Triangle Tutoring. I've watched documentaries on it. I went to, a, to, to, the, to the Hayden Planetarium, and the triangle looks like this. I go, this seems pretty easy. This ain't no triangle, my friend. This is not what we call a triangle.
3: If you look at this, if, is
2: not an octagon. This is something else, my friend.
3: If you look at Derrick Rose's best years, his best years, Der, Derrick Rose's best years in Chicago. And wherever he play, and while he play, yes, is running what to the basket, pick and rolls, pick and roll. So that's where that's where you need him. You need to have him in pick and roll situations.
2: Now, why did the Knicks get him if they know that's not what he does well? Uh, if they know that he doesn't run this system well, they
3: thought it was not gonna be the triangle. You know what I mean? Like this is a triangle, right? These are five players. You know what I mean? One, two, three, four, five, right? So this is the point guard. He's usually, he's usually coming down, initiating the offense. You know what I mean? Right. So he has the option to throw it at this pinch post. This guy's flashing up. He get, he get the option to play with either guy. If he throw it here, he goes opposite. It could be a flare screen. It can be a down pick for this guy. This guy is usually a very versatile four. Try to have this guy. Porzingis. Yeah, so you try to have the facilitator with the ball because he make great decisions. It could be a small forward. Anybody could be in this position. Sometimes it could be the forward bringing the ball up, put the point guard in this position. Sometimes you put the point guard here. They play off each other.
2: But, Karan, we're explaining it to the South by Southwest fan, the frenzy. They seem like they all understand it. This makes sense to all of them. Yet the Knicks, we can't do it. They're all saying, yeah, I can run the triangles. Like, sign me up. This woman here is like, I'll take a 10 day.
3: But, but. Well, why
2: can't it work with the New York Knicks?
3: Because. Is it reluctancy?
2: Is it Hornasek doesn't know the triangle? No, it's
3: it's just that I think it's so much easier because there's a lot of options in the triangle. It is. And you gotta have talent. Talent is key. But when you got a guy like Shaq, Kobe, Michael Jordan, like that demands all that attention, and then all the guys are doing is just sitting around making spot shots or cutting to the basket, making clear, open, un- uncontested layups. You know what I mean? But now, like, the-, the game and the pace of the game has changed. Like, you saw Derrick Rose said, I would love to shoot different shots. I would love to – I'm working on my jumper, and I've, I've been doing different things. Like, they want to, like, freedom to do different things out there, and it's just like they're limited.
2: We, we, we talked about some of the, some of the, uh, the iconic moments in, in basketball history, the where, are, where were you when it happened, when we saw that Carlos Boozer had obviously spray-painted in his hair. Uh, what, what, where, where were you and what did you think? And thank God it wasn't bad because it seemed so bad. What are the rumors? What's the inside scoop? Where was Derrick Rose that game that he didn't show up and that he didn't show up for, didn't get suspended for, and didn't get fined for. Did he just say, did he get lost? Was it like this a little kid lost? Like, oh, I, I fell asleep on the train. Derrick Rose it's a former MVP. You're in New York. Okay, the team isn't winning so good. Uh, no fine, no nothing. I mean, you know what would happen if I, if I didn't show up to work? Like, in this day and age, you can't say my phone broke by this. Number. You could tell this one or that one, hey, call uh, Coach Horny. I got a couple problems, a couple issues, not going to make it to the game. It had to be an emergency
3: for a guy like Derrick Rose because he's a
2: super honest guy. Like,
3: trust me, he would tell you what it is. Mm. So it had to be like an extreme emergency for him to take off because the word that I got is that he went back home. So he went back home, and then he ended up meeting the team in uh, Philadelphia. So, like, when family issues come, obviously I'm a strong believer, family first, you handle your family, basketball comes second, or even third in some situations, so that's, that's on the
2: back burner. I hear you ba- Basketball, family first, tech second all day. we could just we could send a text, but you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy about, about this film festival down here South by Southwest, this music uh, and radio and all everything film festival. the, 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 the hype and, and, and the, 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 the anticipation for Brockmeyer's return. everybody <laughs> knows everybody remembered. Where they were when Brock Meyer had his meltdown on air. It was put on full display in front of millions of listeners, millions of viewers. YouTube went crazy. But years after his breakdown went viral, Brock Meyer is back, back from his career low calling minor league baseball games. Brock Meyer is a new show. Starring Hank Azaria and Amanda Peet. IFC news show. Brock Meyer gets in front of the mic every Wednesday night. Beginning April 5. Only on IFC. Alright. See, uh, this is the uh, two-man weave. Michael Rapport, Karan Butler. We'll be right back. I'm going to throw some more hot topics at Karan.
4: Squad.
2: I need to get. I need to get a true playoff picture. Got- South by Southwest. We Michael got- Rapport, Karan Butler, Two Man Weave, NBA on TuneIn. Stay tuned. Stick with us. We'll be right back. We
3: got an amazing crowd here. Two Man Weave will be right back,
0: live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. It's the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals.
6: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake diss from Jay-Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on TuneIn.
5: That's, that's station around. Music you want. Hip Hop is on TuneIn. It's not just music.
7: It's Music Pulse.
5: It's
0: Music Pulse. I love every song
1: Music Pulse plays. I'm
10: in love with your body. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
8: This is awesome music. With Music Pulse on TuneIn, you'll hear nothing but great songs like this. 24 carrot magic in the
5: And favorites like this. You're on the pulse of the music. Get your pulse grooving.
9: Music
7: Pulse. I love it. With Music Pulse on tuning. All right.
9: TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh! oh they both cracked.
1: They wow. both cracked at the same time. Damn.
9: Or give your funny bone the old, right there, Fred, with Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right? <laughs> You're so cool, Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> right? Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn need
1: some adrenaline to get you through the day.
9: Are you ready to rock on? Rock
1: on has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica. Time
5: Don't want to
1: be an American idiot. There but it's on the minute. And Cedar. is.
4: You're out Rock on is exclusively on TuneIn. No rock on. Music that always hits home. It's Soul Groove, The home for classics from legends like Stevie Wonder. Marvin
5: Gaye.
4: And the Isley Brothers. And artists bringing the soul of today. John Legend, Frank Ocean, Miguel, and more. Music for the soul. From the soul. It's Soul Groove. Exclusively on TuneIn.
8: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
4: With a subscription to TuneIn
9: Premium, enjoy commercial-free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse,
8: Hip-Hop Beat,
9: and Country Roads.
8: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And gives you
9: access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
8: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium.
9: Upgrade today. The biggest hits of an era
0: are on 80s hits exclusively on TuneIn. are you telling me
10: you built the time machine
0: a from pop and r&b <laughs> favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever turn up the boom box with hit after hit after hit including the very best of prince whitney houston olivia newton john tina turner new edition and more not just '80s music, '80s hits. Bueller on, tune in. Bueller. TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball all season long free on TuneIn. Stay out of their lane. It's two-man weave with Michael Rappaport and Karan Butler.
2: Ilya you so bad. A Butler for three. Oh. and
0: down it goes for Karan Butler, who's got 37
2: points.
0: Live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas.
2: All right. It's a two-man weave. Michael Rappaport, Karan, Butler. I'm going to cut the crap, Karan. The playoffs are upon us who are the contenders who are the pretenders iman shumpert is hurt kyrie irving had a little stiffness in his knee kevin love is back we know that the cleveland cavaliers are about that life we know they're about that business in the eastern conference are there any true contenders or is this is this just all like deep tissue massage For the cleveland cavaliers before they 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 make it to the finals
3: the cleveland cavaliers is the in all be all no one will beat the cleveland cavaliers in the eastern conference if lebron james is healthy um i don't see any they they have too much depth
2: why is why is that is that team so good Besides the LeBron James factor, what is it about the Cleveland Cavaliers that they do well? It's, it's the LeBron James factor. It's the LeBron
3: James yeah, factor. Yeah, it, it really is because, you know, he does so many things so well. You know what I mean? Like, you take LeBron out of that equation, Cleveland is, you know, probably a 30-something-plus to plus win team. But you put him in the equation with his expertise and getting to the finals and his championship caliber and his greatness— he elevates that team to being the number one team in the Eastern Conference. And not only that, but, you know, a championship team.
2: Is, is, is the LeBron James of it all, uh, are we ever going to see anything like this? Absolutely not. Wow. Because why? Because
3: of numerous reasons. Because I've, I've in, in my lifetime, I've never seen a guy who was anointed the king to be the king.
2: Was he anointed or was that self-proclaimed? No, he was anointed because of, you know... Didn't he get it tattooed on his back, King James, or is that chosen one? The chosen one. And then he became King James. But I feel like that nickname was given to him by himself. I, Unlike uh, Dr. J, I, uh, think brand, I
3: think the brand gave him that. I think Nike and the following and everything. it was
2: like, he's the king. He's the next one. I'm not he sure. He said, I'm the chosen one. Is there anybody we could fig- we could fact check? That? I'm not a fact checker We need check to figure that out. But I feel like he said, I'm King James. And I say, well, you know, you're, he lived you're great.
3: Up, he lived up to all of it. Okay, yeah, Man, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the big thing. Like,
2: the, 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 the peanut gallery over here at Easy <laughs> Tiger is saying he proved it.
3: Yeah, he proved it. We're like, getting heckled. You ever, you ever go into a situation where a guy said, look, I'm gonna go out there and be the next thing. It's a void out there. We got Kobe. Obviously, we have Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant, the closest thing to Michael Jordan we probably ever see. And then it's a void. That next generation. It's a void. It's something needed. And then LeBron James come with all the hypes, the hundred million dollar shoe deal, all the expectations. First game on the on the big stage, he scores 20 plus points, right? Seven plus rebounds, four assists, and he, and he didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but he, he, he showed flashes of greatness in all different areas. Right away. So it's like, oh, my. Like, is, like this,
2: this is, this, is this happening? Now, LeBron James cannot continue to do it forever. Every single person, except for LeBron James, suffers from injuries. Every single person, except for LeBron James, slows down. At some point, Father Time will catch up with LeBron James, just like he caught up with every single athlete in every other sport who will be the face of the nba when lebron james finally does leave based on all the players there like who will be that transcendent player lebron kobe jordan ai these are guys that are iconic beyond basketball everybody knows who lebron james is you've heard of russell westbrook you've heard of stephon curry you've heard the name kd but when you say lebron james He's basketball right now. So when he leaves, the layman, I mean the true layman that doesn't care about basketball, who will be the face?
3: Well, I I think you have to look at guys like, you know, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant. You know, guys that's footers that's going out there and doing astronomical things, putting up different type of numbers because of the pace of the game has changed. You know, you're going to see scoring at at a higher rate. You know, KD can walk in any gym or any Martin Luther and go out there and score 30 to 40 to 50 to 60 points. Right. Basketball don't ever stop for him unless he's injured. Okay. You know what I mean? So Anthony Davis is a guy that can go out there and get you, you know, multiple blocks, assists, he can facilitate, he can score the ball, he can do all these things. So I think he's the next, the next big thing. You know, you just want to see him healthy. Obviously, you want to see him on the big stage. We saw a flash of it for one season mm-hmm. when they played Golden State. And now you want to see more because that's when the true basketball fans, you know, really can accept him and he
2: becomes more of a household name. Andrew Wiggins is Kobe-ish. He, he, he definitely modeled his game. He has the same sort of physique. Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker. Giannis, a.k.a. the Greek freak. I don't Jan- even try to say his last
3: name. Giannis is, Giannis is another one that you can put in that category because he's something that I, I actually play with Giannis, and he's something that, that's special because his feel of the game, for, the, for the game of basketball is unbelievable. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, he throws the ball like Jason Kidd used to. He, he anticipates where you're going to be, mm. not where you're at. Okay. You know, man, he he knows how to lead you into situations, good situations, not bad. And, you know, he he prides himself on defense. There's only a few guys in the game that do that, that pride themselves on being two-way guys. Like you said, you talk about the All-Star game. It was three guys out there playing extremely hard. You know what I mean? It was Casper, it was Russell Westbrook, and it was Giannis. Yeah. Casper being the ghost. Yes. So, uh, you know, you can appreciate that. You know what I mean? And I love seeing that out of, out of out of out of our young talent, you know what I mean, in the game.
2: How much of a blessing is it for Giannis to play for Jason Kidd? What what do you think Jason Kidd is doing as a coach to a young guy with this talent, Jabari Middleton, and particularly the guy they call the Greek Freak? You know How what? much
3: are these guys learning from Jason Kidd? Yeah, I I I hate to see anybody hurt. You know, obviously Jabari, he'll up soon. But his, his injury has been a blessing in disguise for Giannis because he's more of the focal point of everything. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if Jabari wasn't hurt, you would have to try to find some way, somehow to incorporate him more offensively as a player. But because he's hurt, now you got Giannis on the ball, facilitate and score and more because he only has one player out there to please more, and that's, that's Chris Middleton, who recently came back from a knee injury. But everyone else is more like traditional good players. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're accustomed to being good players in roles and just being average and doing their job and going about their business, where that leaves the whole platform for Giannis to just explore and do different things, amazing things, and he's excelling. Jason Kidd don't put no limitations on Giannis. Uh. Score the ball, rebound the ball, pick the ball up, go to distance, shoot the ball when you're comfortable. If you feel it, shoot it. You practice it. You work on it. I want you to have the utmost confidence because you're our guy.
2: Yeah, these, these, these have good guy. They have good team. You know. Uh, uh, this young team. Thawne Maker. Young, talented, versatile, long. I don't know how old Thawne Maker is. Hey, I, listen. I, I, I went to the draft combine. He looked
3: 30, right? Thawne Maker said, I, I, listen. Listen.
2: I coach him in a high school game.
3: I'm telling you. I said, I said, Don, man, between me and you, man, just look, you and me. I said, Tom. I ain't got the mic on. No, Donnie no Groszko, you. He said, I'm 42.
2: 42. <laughs> it's not documented. It's a joke,
3: man. It's a joke. It's a joke. Don Baker, however old he say he is,
2: but he, this, he he's another talent. I mean, I really think that this Bucks team, the way that they that they've developed these, these players, and the kind of players that they have there, and they're buying into Jason Kidd. But no no contender coming out of the East. The West, obviously we know the Warriors struggling, the Spurs. I'm going to put it to you right now, Karan Butler. Who's coming out of the East? Who's coming out of the West? Who is winning the 2017 NBA championship? I want a prediction right now. I don't want no double talk. I don't want no sideways talk. Okay. <laughs> I, I would
3: never, I would never give you the back talk, man. I'm a
2: real dude, it's man. It's March 17th. I'm, I'm, I'm documenting it right here. Put that, put it okay. down there. Can 3, I swear on 317, 17. Karan Butler, who's coming out of the East? Pending right. injuries. Who's coming out of the West?
3: Eastern Conference. I got Cleveland coming out the East. Western Conference. You got who? The Western Conference. I picked the Warriors. I don't Warriors. know ifs. Could have shoulda, woulda. I picked the Warriors. But if Kevin Durant is not healthy, I don't want Kevin Durant like Steph Curry came back half healthy last season. You know what I mean? He had a a grade two MCL sprain. He came back half half healthy. So in the finals, you saw that he was unable to attack. Mm -hmm. Many times on the switch, you saw Kevin Love jump out on him. And, you know, Kevin Love, I mean, I got a lot of respect for Kevin Love. He's probably going to be a future Hall of Famer. You know what I mean playing alongside LeBron James is going to have the credentials in the in, in, uh, in the numbers but Kevin Love is like defensively he's like this chair and he's probably not going to move so like so you know, Steph
2: should be able to beat yeah, him Yeah so night.
3: so when I saw him not go by him I knew that uh. I knew that something wasn't right so if 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 Steph Curry went through that situation and now you got Kevin Durant in that situation and he's not healthy and he's not able to be aggressive. He's going to get exposed, you know, in the finals. So I don't think they get there without Kevin Durant being healthy. So that shifts my confidence to the San Antonio Spurs.
2: Based on everything you know right now, who's winning the, the, the in-season totally inconsequential? Who gives a flying Frisbee MVP of the National Basketball Association? Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Not the, not the full Beard Harden. You know,
3: what, you know, James Harden, let me tell you, like, it's so unfair. You know, we've seen a lot of, a lot of races that have been, you know, uh, tampered with and, and all, all type of things that have been played with. And if it's any way or somehow, I would love to see co-MVPs. I would love to see James Harden and Russell Westbrook.
2: What about LeBron James.
3: He's deserving. He's always is, deserving. Is it LeBron he's the best.
2: James is the best player he's and the everybody best player else is going to get a trophy.
3: He's the best player in the world. So, like, he's always deserving. Michael Jordan was the best player in the world all the years
2: he played. Right. But you also had Isaiah in his prime. But Michael, Michael Jordan was the best player in the world every time. Not his first two, three years. You still had Isaiah, Larry Bird. Man, Michael Jordan was out there
3: putting on a demonstration. Isaiah Larry Bird Thomas, was hobbling.
2: Akeem Olajuwon. Michael Jordan was still the best player. David Robinson, Keep talking Charlie, Charlie B. Charlie B. Clyde Carbally, Drexler. Charles Barkley. So you think every single year Jordan should have won it, even his first?
3: He was the best player in the world. That's all I'm saying.
2: Patrick Ewing, Reggie Miller.
3: Stop it. Okay. He was still the best player in the world.
2: Akeem the Dream. We're in Texas here. That Shout out great. for Akeem the Dream. Michael Michael Jordan was
3: still the best player in the world.
2: I got you. I got you. So your prediction is. Who's the
3: the best player in the world right now? Listen to to the crowd.
2: Listen, these guys are a South by Southwest. At this point, they're (laughs) going to start screaming out names. Like they're going to be like, Steve Nash. They don't know what's going on. They're not even seeing straight. This is like Vegas.
3: Hey, I see a lot of alcohol, so they're telling the truth. All right. I heard a whole lot of LeBron out there.
2: We're coming to the end here. It's a two-man weave. Karan Butler, this has been fantastic.
3: Always, brother.
2: I'd love to see you again on the two-man weave. Who's going to win the finals? i got 30 seconds. You Give me a name. You said it, Cleveland. It, it, Cleveland Cavaliers are going to win the finals. Listen, we are going to be rocking with you, NBA on Tuning. the two-man weave. Karan has to show five days a week. It's been a pleasure being down here in Austin, Texas. Thanks for having us at the Easy Tiger. The chocolate chip cookies are fantastic. And try the veal. Try the pork chops. Karan, thanks for going. Safe flight. Enjoy the weekend. NBA on TuneIn. We're out.
0: Appreciate y'all. You've (laughs) been listening to Two Man Weave with Michael Rappaport and Karan Butler. Live from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Right here on TuneIn. You're listening to the NBA on TuneIn. Your everything audio app.
6: Hey, this is Miss Info from Hip Hop Beat. Join me this week as I drop the latest tracks from the world of hip hop. We're playing new music from Future and Drake, Machine Gun Kelly, Grammy-winning Chance the Rapper, and so much more. Oh, and speaking of those Grammys, your girl Info is breaking down all of the celebrity reactions and discussing that Drake diss from Jay-Z. I've got all the tea, so hit me up at Miss Info on Twitter. It's Hip Hop Beat on TuneIn. (laughs) Best
5: best station around. Music you want. Hip Hop is on TuneIn. It's not just
7: music. It's Music Pulse.
5: It's Music Pulse. I love
1: every song Music Pulse plays.
5: I'm in love with your body. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
8: This is awesome music. With Music Pulse on TuneIn, you'll hear nothing but great songs like this. 24-karat magic and
5: And favorites like this. You're on the pulse of the music. Get your pulse grooving.
9: Music
7: Pulse. I love it. With Music Pulse on TuneIn. All right.
9: TuneIn delivers the laughs with great comedy podcasts from your favorite comedians. Laugh it up with favorites like the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh, Oh, they both
1: cracked. They both cracked at the same time. Damn.
9: Or give your funny bone the old right there, Fred, with Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Trade stories about their uncle that blew his fingers off because he never got married. He was trying to impress his nephews and nieces, right?
10: (laughs) You're so
1: cool, Uncle (laughs) Jimmy.
9: Catch every episode of these great comedy podcasts and many more on TuneIn.
1: Need some adrenaline to get you through the day.
9: Are you ready to rock on? Rock
1: on has your back with savage hits by artists like Metallica.
9: Green oh,
2: oh,
9: Day.
1: An and Seether. If
4: you're out rock on is exclusively on TuneIn. No rock on. Music that always hits home. It's Soul Groove, The home for classics from legends like Stevie Wonder. Marvin Gaye. Oh, and the Isley Brothers. And artists bringing the soul of today. John Legend, Frank Ocean, Miguel, and more. What? Music for the soul. From the soul. It's Soul Groove. Exclusively on TuneIn.
8: You've discovered TuneIn. Now experience even more with TuneIn Premium.
4: With a subscription
9: to TuneIn Premium, enjoy commercial free music from your new favorite stations like Music Pulse, Hip Hop Beat, and Country Roads.
8: Plus, TuneIn Premium brings you every play from every NFL, MLB, and NBA game live. And gives you
9: access to thousands of great audiobooks from every genre.
8: Find out what you've been missing with TuneIn Premium.
9: Upgrade today. The biggest hits
0: of an era are on '80s hits exclusively on TuneIn. Are you telling me
10: you built a time machine? Put a million?
0: From pop and R&B <laughs> favorites to rock songs you'll remember forever, turn up the boombox with hit after hit after hit, including the very best of Prince, Whitney Houston, Olivia Newton-John, Tina Turner, New Edition, and more. Not just '80s music, '80s hits. Bueller on tune in. Bueller. TuneIn puts you courtside for the 2016 college basketball season free all season long. Hear every call from hundreds of games from around the country live as teams battle for court supremacy throughout the year. Top 25 showdowns, rivalry games, and the NCAA National Tournament in March. TuneIn brings you the action with home and away calls from schools in every conference. Listen to college basketball
1: all season long free on TuneIn.